Pastor Xavier Reese and the uniqueness of man. So man is the only part of God's creation that is able to articulate speech with the intelligent thinking process, reasoning, insight, not animals. Man can create writing, that language, not animals. Man can reason, man can consider, man can determine, man can, can assimilate, man can weigh things out, man can come to conclusions. Emphatically, man is distinct in the image and likeness of God. Welcome to Simple Truths, the daily half-hour study of God's Word with Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. Most everyone has studied the simple-celled amoeba and have marveled at its unique function. Coming up, Pastor Xavier takes us on a journey of science and the Bible to show us how this simple cell never changes to another life form and how man was always man. Let's join Pastor Xavier in the Old Testament book of Genesis for today's study. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28. The message entitled, In the Image of God or Monkey. William Harvey, the 17th century Englishman, introduced the theory that blood flows continuously in one direction, making a complete circuit and returning back to the heart. Harvey calculated that if the heart pumped out just two ounces uh, per heartbeat at 72 beats per minute, in one hour it would have pumped 540 pounds of blood, triple the weight of a man. Here's your um, work working day. Listen well. If you're an adult average weight, here's what you accomplish in 24 hours. Your heart beats 103,689 times. Your blood travels 108 uh, million miles. You breathe 23,040 times. You inhale 438 cubic feet of air. Um, you eat three and a quarter pounds of food, and some of you a little more. Um, <laughs> you drink 2.9 quarts of liquid and you lose seven-eighths pounds of waste. You speak 4,800 words, including some that are unnecessary, and if you're a woman, probably that's 9,000. You're just more articulate, that's all. Um, You move 750 muscles. Your nails grow .00040 of an inch. Your hair grows .01714 of an inch. You exercise 7 million brain cells. You feel tired? (laughs) Now, what are the chances that you evolved? And if all these factors to make the heart and the blood work, there couldn't have been a process, could there? It all has to be present. You die. Listen to what God says about man's creation, verse 26 to 28 of chapter 1. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. Then God said to them, and uh, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. Dr. Gish, in his book, Evolution, The Fossils Say No, he makes a statement in the opening page of the chapter of The Origin of Man. 
He says this, quote, although the primates, meaning monkeys, are uh, supposed to have evolved from the intersectivores ancestor, there are no serious transitional forms connecting primates with insectivores. Uh, there is no ancestral transitional forms anywhere in the fossil record. Not one. Now, many of you young people are in college, junior college, and universities. And your professors will tell you that there are many transitional forms they have found. They're lying. The only forms that you find are the ones that have been drawn up in your textbook. There has not been one transitional form. Now, hear me well so you understand what I'm saying. Two words that you must distinguish between. One is macro, the other one is micro. Macro means big. Micro means small. Okay? So macroevolution is the vertical axis. In other words, a lizard never became a bird. So there are no macro transitional forms found ever. Micro on the horizontal, yes, species of dog, species of cat, but no cat ever became a dog. You understand? Not one fossil has ever showed a transition from one species to another, from one animal of its kind to another. They will tell you yes. Ask them to show you it. Tell them you want to document it. They'll be embarrassed. They still teach this in universities. God from the very beginning set a constant principle for the creative order of man, and it's never changed. We've seen it declared right here. Now, listen to 2 Corinthians 11.3. Paul calls attention to it. But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ. The head of the woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Now listen well. That the man is the head of the woman never implies inferiority. If you think it does, then you have to say that Christ is inferior to the Father because he's submissive to him. Listen, listen. Biblically speaking, submission is always for effectiveness according to the purpose and design of God, never inferiority. There's where the people in the world miss it because we're so pushed with equality. Listen, ladies, you're not equal to a man. Your body tells you that, the way you think, the way you make decisions, we're not the same. We're both creating the image and likeness of God, but we're creating male and female to attract one another, to complete one another, to glorify God. For the husband is the head of the wife, also is Christ the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, let the wives be subject to their own husband in everything. Ephesians 5, 23, 24. Not as a despot, not as some kind of idiot ruling his wife, but as a loving Christ-like man. The scriptures of the protection. Eve was deceived and gave to her husband. Adam transgressed willfully. Who is the fall related to? Have you ever heard the fall of Eve? No, it's the fall of Adam. Why? He's the head representative of God. Does that make the woman inferior? No, she's under him, protection, provision, complementing. So when people tell you, well, ah, that's cultural. No, it isn't. It's biblical. Ladies, you make decisions more than men based on your emotions. That's the way God wired you. So you need a covering, not because you're inferior, not because you're stupid, 
but because you're so beautifully and wonderfully made to make the home what it's supposed to be and to make marriage what it cannot be without you. You understand me? You're the icing on the cake. But with the fall, we corrupt it, we pervert it, we distort it, we destroy. The blurring of the sexes in our educational system and liberal society has caused the greatest destruction in our nation, bringing confusion, instability, and unnatural affection, no family love. It has given rise to the 1%, if that, of homosexual community that act as if their voice is the majority, which they are not. And the liberal media pumps them up. L.A. Times, all the newscasters, and all of them. Bisexual, homosexual, lesbianism are presented as healthy, normal, alternate lifestyle. They are not. They are perversions. They are corruption. They are destruction of what God intended. The evidence is to the contrary in the gay community. They're known for more violence and more suicide than heterosexuals. That's statistically. I'm not speaking through my ear. The health problems of homosexuals are due to the perverted sexual lifestyle that violate the natural human physiology of the body, resulting in horrible physical illnesses the foremost being AIDS and many complications of the physical body. Listen to Romans 1.27. Likewise also the men, living, leaving the natural use of the woman, burn in their lust for one another, men with men, committing that which is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due. God says they deserve the punishment if they do not turn and repent from their sin. That's God speaking through the Spirit of God. That's not me. That's not you. That's what the Bible says. Can they be saved? Absolutely. We pray that they be saved. God does not hate a homosexual any more than he hates the sin of fornication. It's a perversion. It's a total distortion. But there's salvation potential for all who repent, who turn from their sin towards God. God is able to make them new. God rejects no one. But everyone rejects God. The commentary regarding the creation of man was that God created, listen, male and female. Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. All right? And he goes out of his way to give that specifically and grammatically, emphatic, distinctly. Notice thoroughly, we have the celebration regarding the creation of man in verse 28. God Elohim blessed them both to be able to reproduce in kind. Now, when you get two homosexuals that can have a baby, I'll be all for it. Two lesbians, I'm all for it. God creates with the potential for procreation. Now, I understand some people have physical problems up like that. That's the exception. God is the living God, and he creates living things. And they produce after their kind then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth. The declaration of blessing is God's pattern throughout the Bible, and he deals with his people in this way. You know that. The word blessed means to pronounce the benefit related to the blessings that follow also, as we're going to see here. 
The blessing of God is the unifying theme throughout Genesis and the rest of the Bible. It's his approval bestowing benefits, especially regarding the ability to procreate, to reproduce. Now, the appearance of the blessings of God in these early chapters is very, very important. You might have just never thought about it, but listen well. The first time the word blessed appears, as you know, we saw that in chapter 1, verse 22. When God created the sea life and blessed them, listen what he's blessed them in. He blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. The very first blessing was in procreation. Very first blessing. The second blessing here, God appears, is also relations to be able to reproduce for the continuation of the human race in the image and likeness of God. First, second, procreation. The third is found in chapter 2, verse 3. God blesses in relationship to the seventh day, sanctified it. He rested from his creation. Man was to follow that example. So there's the first exception. The fourth one we find in chapter 5, verse 2. In chapter 5, verse 2, the fourth one there records the book of genealogies of Adam, the result of their reproduction. He created them male and female and blessed them and called them mankind the day they were created. Reproduction again. The fifth one isn't found in chapter 9, verse 1. So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, listen, be fruitful and multiply. Wow, procreation again. The sixth one is a 926. To bless the godly line of Seth. And he said, blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. And the seventh one is found in 12.3. The blessing of salvation through Abraham. But notice the context. I will bless them that bless you. I will curse them that curse you. And you, and you, all the family of the earth shall be blessed. It deals with procreation. Five of the seven entail the ability to reproduce, to procreate after God's design and after God's blessing. Is this coincidence? I don't think so. The blessing of God on his creation makes it a great benefit for man. For man to live with hope, to live abundantly, and to enjoy life through the blessings of God. And so notice they were commanded to procreate, to propagate, to be fruitful and multiply, to fill the earth. The principle of God's creation is, listen, according to its kind. Appears nine times in chapter one. Nine times according to its kind. A bird never became a fish. A fish never became a cow. A man never became a weasel, though there are many weasel men. <laughs> the, com the command to fill the earth is simply to occupy with the offspring of the union of a man and a woman in the institution of marriage, as we'll get later on in chapter 2, verse 24 and 25. The corruption of marriage is to have children out of wedlock. And many of you came to the Lord after the fact and you turned from your sin and God is blessing you now. You've recognized that you were out of sync with your God. Now you're a blessing to your children because now you've, you've shown them the way it's supposed to be. Now there's hope for your children. Now you're enjoying life. You understand? Hmm. The estimation by some is that the population of the earth is comparable now to the days of Noah. Remember, they lived 969, the longest living Methuselah. And when you have no birth control in those natural situations, you live 900 years, man, you get a lot of kids. You're like Bugs Bunny, you know what I mean? <laughs> now, if you've ever traveled 
across the nation, just the United States, through a plane especially, you look down, there's a lot of room down there. So where's the overpopulation? You can take all the people of the world and put them in Texas, give them a three-bedroom house. <laughs> Interesting, huh? It's the few that control the people always, the masses. I just came back from the Yucatan Peninsula, the Mayan culture. It was the astrologers, the astronomers, the chiefs that dictated to the people. They control the masses. Nothing has changed today, has it? The news tells you how to think and what to think if you don't study, if you don't get outside the box, if you don't do your own research. Figures don't lie, but liars sure can't figure. Interesting. Notice God Elohim blessed them with full authority over the entire creation. Subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea again, the birds of the air, every living thing that moves on the earth. So God gave to Adam the authority to subdue the entire creation of the animal kingdom. He is distinct from the animal kingdom. He named the animal kingdom. He can articulate words. The word subdue means to bring it to subjection once again. Adam gave names to all of them. All of them, not the reverse. The list here is almost identical to verse 26, with the exception of over every living thing that moves on the earth for over every creeping thing. That's the only exception. Double, emphatically, man is the one to rule. He is distinct in the image and likeness of God. So God gave to Adam also the authority to have dominion over everything in the animal kingdom. Everything. The word dominion is the same as in verse 26, and it's used throughout these chapters. You can't miss it. So man is the only part of God's creation that is able to articulate speech with the intelligent thinking process, reasoning, insight. Oh, I'm sure you can teach some parrots to say some words and that, but, but they, they don't have a language of their own. Man develops language, not animals. Man can uh, create writing, that language, not animals. Man can reason, man can consider, man can determine, man can, can assimilate, man can weigh things out, man can come to conclusions. Man has choices. Man can love, man can cry. He can express other emotions, anger. Animals can, it's instinct. Man can worship God, the creator, the savior. When's the last time you saw a dog lifting his hands worshiping God? <laughs> hmm. More than 30 years of experimentation on the origin of life in the fields of chemical and molecular evolution have led to a better perception of the immensity of the problem of the origin of life on earth rather than its solution. At present, all discussions on principal theories and experiments in the field either end in stalemate or confusion of ignorance. Michael Bay on Darwin's Black Box, page 168. There are so many good books out there on godly men of science. The Creation Institute in San Diego, Dr. Gish, Morris, Whitcomb, uh, Dr. Uh, Brown, uh, we had him before, um, uh, Michael B. there, his, his book, so many. 
I can give you so much, but I want to stick to the revelation of God because that's what we're interested in. I'll give you a little window of things to boom, light it up, but, but get, get a hold of the revelation. You understand? That's our authority because science changes. Okay? They can find some... Right now, they, the, the scientific community is in a tizzy because they don't think that the speed of light is constant now, 186,000 miles per second. They think it's changed. If that's true... Calculations are all messed up. <laughs> Interesting. The ability to conceive is the gift from God, the greatest evidence of His blessing. Behold, children are heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is His reward. Psalm 127.3. Due to the fall, man has corrupted the blessing of sex for himself to gratify himself, to destroy people. They don't care. And the more liberal society becomes, the more destructive. Unwanted pregnancies, everything else, um, single parenting. Um, it's incredible, the percentage today in our nation. Um, it becomes a burden, an inconvenience. So what happens? The children are aborted. Do you realize that we kill more children every day in the womb? Over 4,000 a day, close to 5,000 since 1973, Roe versus Way, than they did in 9-11 Yesterday's anniversary, three years. We kill more children every day since 1973. Our enemies kill mostly adults. We kill children that are defenseless. If you've ever seen the silent scream, they show an abortion. That little baby, when he sees the probe to come in to destroy it, it backs up and it moves away. We kill our children because we have explained God away. God entrusted Adam here with complete control of the creation. The mandate is of ecology. You take care of the earth. You don't destroy it. If you're a Christian, you don't throw your trash, as I said. You take care of it. You don't abuse it. You care for it. The mandate for animals. You don't abuse them, but treat them like animals. Don't treat them like people. My dog can put pants on, stand on his back, and talk. He can sit at the table. <laughs> Not till then. Too many people confuse the trees with God the creator and animals. They're out there saving whales and they're killing babies. The evangelical mandate. Pass down the revelation that I've given to you, Adam, just the way I gave it to you. I created everything and I created it for you. Don't worship the creation, worship me. Listen to Psalm 8, 4 through 9. What is the man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that you should visit him? For you have made him little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hand. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen and beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, uh, that pass through the paths of the sea. O Lord, O Lord, how excellent your name is in all the earth. It has been estimated the chemical compounds in your body and mine, the inorganic compounds of a 150-pound man are this. It's valued at 89 cents in 1930. 1960, 350. Eh. 1970, 560. By 204, we might be up to 45, 50 bucks. How do you feel? You're worth 45, 50 bucks in compounds. God wants to remind you that He created you. He doesn't love you because you have a lot of worth in you. He loves you because He created you in the image and the likeness of God. Here's a celebration regarding the creation of man. He was endowed with the ability to procreate and in full authority have power over the creation. Here you have the three elements by which the creation of man is noted. The conversation, 
regarding the creation of man. He was made in the image and likeness of God. The commentary regarding the creation of man was that God created him, listen, male and female. And the celebration regarding the creation of man was that he was endowed with the ability to procreate and to have full authority and power of the entire creation. Ladies and gentlemen, that's God's revelation. Straight into the point. Pastor Xavier Reese with three important points supporting a divine creator. And you can hear this message again if you like online anytime by selecting today's date under the radio tab at calvarychapelpasadena.com. But you can request your own CD copy of today's lesson in the image of God or monkey. Now this also contains what we heard the last time we were together. That title once more is In the Image of God or Monkey. Or simply mention today's date when you write. Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. Or to make your request by phone, call 800-926-1485. Again, that's 800-926-1485. Or the address once again is Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. And please, don't forget to include the call letters of this station when you contact us. What's so unique about the creation of woman? That's next time on Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese. Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese, a daily half-hour broadcast, is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. www.calvarychapelpasadena.com 